gonna do? The powwow after you take a shower and we only deal with the real It feels so surreal Having a show featuring ordinary people Doing extraordinary things Within the community Like raising funds for charity Fighting for diversity Inclusion Dispelling myths and illusions Raising health awareness Tremendous conscious athletes Marathoners and triathletes Making a difference Combating ignorance mm. Behind the wheel you know the deal We are good to go. Cool, 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 cool. Come on. Take a Woo! So where are we headed? We will go downtown. Go downtown. That's where, that's where it all, that's where Atlanta really started for me. It's okay. a strange thing, man. My, um, you know, my brother and sister are actually here before I got here. Y'all probably saying before, who was this guy? And who is this guy over here? <laughs> I'm I'm not driving, and he's not my driver, but this is my man Patrick Jefferson. Is it the third? Oh god no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And so we've been trying to get uh, get this coordinated and I'm I'm in Atlanta for, for a few days and so I figured I'd hook up with with, with Patrick Semfi on IG. Um, you have an alias on 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 Facebook or uh, no 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 just 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 Pat Jefferson Patrick Jefferson super fire runner. Mm-hmm. So Pat is here with us behind the wheel. He already had his coffee, already had mine. So I wanted to spend some time with him. I was introduced um, to to Pat by a good friend Darrell Patterson, partner in crime. Partner in crime. So when they, they you know he said said I said I was thinking about giving up meat. I had given up. Bought a pecan. You an ice cream man? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And I said, well, maybe, maybe if I gave up some ice cream, it might help with my, 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 my speed. And it was like that didn't work. I mean, it stopped. I mean, it helped with the weight, but it really didn't help with the speed. But so I was here. I figured, um, Darrell had mentioned that 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 Pat had um, talked to him about going vegan, and he recommended this book. What was that? Forks over knives. Forks over knives. Forks over. Everyone was talking about what the health. That was the big thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone was all on Netflix about what the health. But forks over knives is actually better. Um, video and a better book, mm-hmm. you know, than um, than what the hell. And it, you know, it gave it, 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 uh, to me, it just gave a better description, a better explanation. And, um, you know, after seeing both, that was the one that, whenever someone asks me what, you know, um, about veganism, that was, that's the one I always recommend. So when you reached out to me, mm-hmm. you know, I knew the craze was what the hell. I didn't want you rolling your eyes because everyone else has been talking about it. So I wanted to give you something that I knew, you know, from my perspective, mm-hmm. um, was um, would, would educate you better. Yeah, so. and it didn't come off as like a, a, a mini sermon or sermonette. It was okay. Oh wow, this is this is eye opening. So before we get too far along, Pat, why don't you tell our audience a little about yourself, how you got started in running, and um, yeah. All right, all right. Well. A lot of people don't know, and I don't talk about it a whole lot. Um, I was um, was a world-class 400-meter runner. Mm-hmm. I was in the Marine Corps. I went to the Marine Corps the night I graduated high school. Literally, the night. You just left? It deuces. <laughs> Fam, I'm out. You know, my dad's a retired Marine, so we had... I traveled my whole life, um, going back and forth. Um, and... I went to five different high schools, so by the time high school was over, I was just ready to just to just go. So okay. I literally graduated, walked across the stage, gave my mom my cap and gown, and I was out <laughs> on my recruiter. But anyway, 
until three years into the Marine Corps, I was playing um, intramural football. Mm-hmm. I ran a kickoff return back, and the all-military track and field coach happened to be sitting in the stands. He comes to me afterwards, and he's like, oh, dude, you know, have you ever run track before? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. I said, you know, I said, I was a, you know, high school All-American in track, you know, I thought they did pretty good. He said, what's your name? I said, Patrick Jefferson, he said, man, I've been looking for you for three years. <laughs> he said, you know, I knew you were in the corps, but I couldn't catch up with you. Mm-hmm. He said, so, um, he, this was like in October. He said, we got tryouts for the All-Marine track team coming up in December. He said, you'll probably never wear a uniform again. Okay. So for the next three years, all I did was run track for the military. Mm-hmm. I never put on uniform. Matter of fact, you never, you never no, put on uniform. Bro, the only time I put my uniform on was for the Marine Corps ball every November 10th. You know, okay. we had to dress up in our blues. Other than that, yeah, I was in I ran, you know, track for the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. So my last year in, I signed a small contract with Nike. Um, this was in '92. See how he just rolls this out, like you know, just kind of a matter of fact. Yeah, I had a contract with Nike. 22 seconds. 22, 22 seconds. seconds of fame. That's about all I had. 22 seconds. Well, that's, that's a little bit more than most. <laughs> but um, you kind of downplayed, which I, which I found like interesting hearing the story the first time. You know, because there, you know, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Man, that was 20 some years ago. Nobody cares. Yeah. I, I wasn't Michael Johnson. I wasn't Carl Lewis. Even though I do love to tell people I lost to Michael Johnson six times over that three-year period when I ran. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I would always talk trash to him. You but know, you guys would go back and forth quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I was a trash talker, so you know, I'd be like, Mike, you going down today, bro? He'd be like, man, whatever, you know, <laughs> and beat me again. So anyway, it, it was all good. But um, so when I got out in '93, mm-hmm. um, Nike moved me here to Atlanta. Okay. Um, to train with the Nike East Coast team. Um, did that for a while. Got hurt. Oh, actually, I got hurt in the '92 trials. Went to the '92 Olympic trials in New Orleans, and I got hurt. Never fully recovered. Mm-hmm. Really, and to be honest with you, it lost interest. You mm-hmm. know, I was 22 years old. I think I took my talent for granted. And okay. just, um, I had kids. And I had four daughters, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it was time to raise them. It was time to do, you know, other things. I couldn't traveling all over the world, you know, running, you know, um, uh, living out of a duffel bag. Okay. I wasn't spending enough time with them. So, you know, it was just time to come back and settle down and, you know, take care of my babies. So I came home, went to school, became an accountant, you know, did the right thing, settled down, mm-hmm. and stopped running for okay. ever. And so what, what, what caused the resurgence of the interest again in, in running? So I would play basketball, stay in shape every now and then because when I was in the Marine Corps, you know, we ran, you know, we got part of our PFT, our physical fitness test was three-mile run. Okay. So that, that to me was distance. That to me was conditioning. Okay. So anytime I felt like, okay, I'm getting a little chubby, you know, whatever the case would be, I'd start, you know, I'd run, you know, for a few months, I'd run a little three mile course, same course mm-hmm. every day, <laughs> three miles, you know, that to me was fitness, you know, so, um, but still never consistently. Mm-hmm. And then about five years ago, um, Kim was really big into CrossFit. Mm-hmm. She, um, so for our audience, who, who's Kim? Kim, that's the, you know, lady of the life. The lady you know, everyone the knows Kim. Oh, okay. You know, I'm scared of her. If you ever seen her abs, I know why. You know, <laughs> I just do whatever she says. I'm scared I'm going to get beat up. But um, she um, she was doing CrossFit, and she mm-hmm. kept telling me, she said, you know, come on, man, you know, you'll love it. So I started doing that with her. About six, seven months into it, mm-hmm. I started realizing during all the running 
I'm still faster than everybody else. Okay. So I told her, I said, you know what? I said, I think I'm going to focus on what I love to do. You know? Right. And I started getting away from CrossFit and just started doing distance. You know, started training for a 5K. Mm-hmm. And my first 5K training plan was the little Nike coach, you okay. know, that's on the Nike app. And that's how I, you know, trained the first time and ran my first 5K. Where was that? That was at the Duluth Fall Festival 5K. Okay. And I ran a 22 22. Mm. And, you know, I, I, for me, because you know, I hadn't run in, in so many years and didn't have anything to really measure it off. Well, I know the thing I was measuring it off of was when I was 22 years old and I, okay. I could roll out of bed and run a sub 16. You know, so I'm thinking to myself, dang, bro, I really so Yeah, I was like, man. <laughs> I think the world is coming to an end. So, anyway, that was in September of 2014, I think it was. And so, that's when I started. I went online and I started looking up running clubs, black people running clubs. Because, you know, black people don't do distance, or I didn't think they did. Okay. That's how I found Black Man Run. And I started doing a little bit more research, and then I found out that they do, um, you know, they did group runs every Tuesday or every Wednesday at okay. Roadrunner Sports. Gotcha. So then I showed up at one of those. Darrell, being the consummate diplomat, mm-hmm. you know, sees me and says, hey, man, you know, how fast are you running? I don't know. He said, well, I'm going to run with you since you're the new guy. He said, I'll run with you, you know, and, and we've been like that ever since. Okay, so, I mean, was you, were, were you pushing him? Was he pushing you? Oh, yeah, we beat everybody. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> go on. I'll never forget. I'll never forget him saying, hey, because I was hyped, man, you know. You know, you found, you found some other people to run with. I found some other people to run with. Okay. You know, so we're running, and we're running ahead of everybody else. And, you know, talking and running. Or talking, just, we're talking and running. Okay. You know, but, you know, for, for me, it was my first run. Everyone else, they're probably just used to the environment. They're there for the social. So, you know, they, they weren't trying to push it or anything. But I remember after we were done, you know, Darrell was like, uh, well, yeah, man, you know, I want to run with you. Hell, I wasn't anticipating running that fast. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, that's, that's what he said. But now, it, it wasn't that he couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. It was just that I was pushing because I was hype, okay. you know. And, anyway. How I, fast was you going? I, it was probably in the low sevens, you okay. know, low, low seven pace. But you big year. On a group run. On that's a group pretty, run. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. So everybody else is back there, okay. Right. <laughs> you know, when I go over there, guys, y'all go ahead, please. Give me a catch up with y'all. <laughs> when I go on group runs now, I tell everyone when I get there, look. My goal is a nine-minute pace, you know, because mm-hmm. I just want to relax, you know, laugh, joke. And I'm sure that's how everybody else was. But, again, it was my first group run. And, okay. You know, I kind of wanted to make a statement, not knowing any better. And, you know, it would end up being weird. But out of that, I got Darrell as my boy. So after that, he and I just started talking. And even then, and I'm going to tell you, we were um, – I still never had any – any, any um, plans to run anything beyond a 5k okay matter of fact before i was simper fire runner my ig was patrick j 5k okay that was it yeah that was it because <laughs> i was never gonna run further than that and hanging around with Darrell, Darrell had me come with him and run boston bound which is a 16 mile run from fidipides out in sandy springs okay and when we ran that he's like man you ought to really think about a marathon Man, you done lost your mind, bro. Ain't nobody trying. I've seen the marathon plans, man. Y'all crazy. Ain't no way in the world I'm doing that. <laughs> and so he said, no, nah, man, I really think you should do it. Mm-hmm. And he said, and what sold me on it was, he said, those long runs are going to make you faster. 
Okay. Oh, he got he found a hook for you. Yeah. He said, man, you know, you start doing those long runs, it's gonna make you faster. And um, so him and Mario, mm-hmm. double teaming, talked me into it. The three of us started doing a training plan together, and you know that was that. That's how I got into marathon. Mm. So how many have you done so far? Just two. Just two. Just two. I did that first one um, in October of fifteen. Okay. And then, I'm in the car business, so we're talking, you know, 60, 70 hours a week, mm-hmm. you know, easily. Um, that's on a, on, a, on a slow week. And between that, and I dealt with some injuries, because I was probably I was trying to do too much too fast for the longest time. I kept battling a couple of injuries, time. I mean, there were just a whole bunch of things that were, that were distracting me from being able to train the way I really wanted to train consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a low bout of depression. I mean, I had I had some things going on. It took me real, you know, it took me a while to really, you know, just get into my groove. And um, so yeah, I I ran that first one in October of 2015. I needed a 325 to qualify for Boston. I ran a 324.15, bro. I thought the world was coming to an end, man, when I crossed that finish line that day, man. Um, and then it wasn't until this past May mm-hmm. that I ran the second one. And that was a 3:22. Okay. So I've got three scheduled for this year. I got one in two weeks in oh. Phoenix. Okay. And then I've got um, Mount Charleston in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then if I get accepted in New York, I'm gonna run New York. If I don't get accepted in New York, then I'm gonna run um, the Marine Corps. Okay. Got you. So. Absolutely. Okay. So that's that. That's 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 about it. So now I see this hat that you're wearing. Lace Up Fitness. What? Tell, tell, tell us about Lace Up Fitness. So, <laughs> Lace Up evolved. Me and Ed from BMR okay. were um, talking trash because we both have PhDs in trash talk. Yeah, I mean, what, did, what, what, what school <laughs> gives those out? I mean, is that like an online... Um, <laughs> Is that an online course? I don't know. I think, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to sell it. I think, I, think, I think I'm going to put a book together and, okay. and sell it online. But um, no, man. We were we were at Roadrunner one day. Mm-hmm. One of the group runs. We were talking about the upcoming peach tree. And Ed and I started talking trash back and forth. And he's like, what you going to run? I'm like, man, I'm going sub 40. I was nowhere even close to a sub 40. Okay. Paint, but I'm, I'm still talking trash. He's like, well, I'm going sub 39. You know, we're just talking back and forth. <laughs> I said, man, we can go right now. We can race right now. He's like, well, go, come on, let's go. I'm like, all right, lace up, boo. Uh, I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> but I was like, lace up, boo. And so he's like, all right. So anyway, that stuck. Uh-huh. And so I started hashtagging all of my posts with lace up, boo. Because when I said it, everybody started laughing. Mm-hmm. So for it's some reason, catchy. Yeah, it's so like, I, I, and the fool just makes me sound like the, the A team, you know, Mr. T. <laughs> it's like, this Mr. T? Right. And which I guess it's, it's like looking at you, I mean, I'm not buff, you know. Uh-huh. So, and, and you're not buff either, but right. Mr. T. Lace up, fool. Lace up, like, really? Is this like Mr. <laughs> T with the chains on? Okay, so I didn't really, you know. I, I knew it was catchy, I knew it was funny, you know, but whatever. But, you know, I, I still didn't think it would create any type of identity or anything like that. So, um, I would be at races, there, and people would see me randomly out in town, and they would just say, they just walk up to me, lace up, fool. <laughs> what the hell? 
just like, and it just became more and more catchy. So one day I was on the way to, um, well, we were at a, a football game, Atlanta and Buffalo. Because okay. Kim is from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So we were going to the, we were on the way, walking to the stadium. And some random dude rolls down his window, yells out, lace up, fool. And I looked at her and I said, I got to trademark that. I've got to trademark that. Mm-hmm. So it started off with, all right, go online. Let's trade, you know, let's let's set the get the web pages. Um, let me call, let me hook up with the logo company, let me create a logo. But I still didn't know whether it was gonna be, I mean we toyed with a whole bunch of different names, whether it was gonna be Lace Up Sport, whether it was gonna be Lace Up Academy, whether it was gonna be Lace Up Run Club, whether it was gonna be, you know, and so finally it came to me, just do Lace Up Fitness because that incorporates all things fitness. Okay. Then that way you can go any direction you want to in the fitness community, you know, with the with the term. So after I mean this was February of last year. Okay. It took me four months just to create the logo. Because we kept going back and forth and they kept giving me, you know, this design and this design. And one time I had them just scrap the whole, you know, start, yeah, start <laughs> scrap. I mean, we just went, because I, you know, for me, it was, just, it was still just an idea. Still didn't even you know, know exactly what it was going to be. So we just sat there and went back and forth, got mad at them, didn't talk for them for, to like, for like six weeks, came back to it. Um, and at one point, the only thing we had agreed on was the hook, you know, the, okay. the U, what we call it the hook. And then we went back to it and finally got the right logo, mm. but still had no idea what the company was going to be. Okay. So it was um, Lace Up Fitness, but I still didn't know exactly what it was going to be. Um, I just knew I wanted to promote it. Yeah. I mean, I've been seeing it um, online. It's kind of like building up like, yo, what is, oh, what is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? Late, Regina and, and, and Angie and I mean, it's like everybody's got this. This is, is that Nike putting that out? What is what's going I, on? Here? I gotta tell you, man. I have a great team, bro. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And I was very, very, very careful about the people that I chose. First of all, let me do. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me address a misconception about me. Okay. Mm-hmm. People think that I am a run snob because I'm quote unquote fast, mm-hmm. okay? I'm not fast. Shawana, Coach O, mm-hmm. you know, the Habibs of the world, you know, the there are people way faster than I am, okay? Yes, am I talented? Do I, do I have a natural talent? I'm blessed, yes, absolutely. Am I faster than the average person? Absolutely, Darrell's faster than I am. There are, there's always somebody faster. Darrell is younger than you too, right? That, that doesn't matter, it's still, I hate to lose, I don't care what it is, but so. I <laughs> It's not like you say, it's not like, you know, you get beat by, by, I, I mean, I think I told you this story by a woman, and she, I posted a picture recently, so she is literally, people, I think people think I was making this up, you know, that, that I got beat by a white woman who had on a peach singlet, peach sage, and then looked like her hair was out of place, and she was smiling as she was coming across the finish line. No, it's the, I got beat by a woman, and so it's, I, I cropped out of my pictures for a while, man. It, it took, it took me a minute to... To really embrace the fact that yo stuff happens, hey, man. but in hearing your story, I didn't I didn't get the impression that you were a, um, a run snob. There are a lot of people that think that I'm a run snob, that I look down on the slower people, mm-hmm. and and I this just so far removed from the truth. My thing is everyone has their journey. Yeah. I don't care how fast you are, how slow you are. What I do care about, 
I believe you should get back out of the run community or out of the fitness community mm-hmm. what you put into it. Okay. And the people that frustrate me aren't the slow people. Like I said, because I'm slow to certain people. Mm-hmm. The people that are the ones who want everything, want to draw everything from the fitness community, mm-hmm. but they don't want to put Don't in the work. Be. Okay. Right. You know, so you want all the socialites of the run community. You want all of the riches of the run community, mm. but you're running 20 miles a month. I have a problem with that. <laughs> you're cash. really not running. Right, 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 right. You're not a runner, but you want... 20 miles a month. Right, right, right. You're running 20 yeah, miles a month, like, but you want all the kudos. <laughs> you want all the love from the like run community. days out of the month. Exactly. Right, right, right. You know, so when I was choosing my ambassadors mm-hmm. for run for, for lace-up, every single one of them put in the work. Mm-hmm. Ebony, Evelyn, Regina, yeah. um, um, Angie... Uh, every single one of Jamie, Dietrich, they put in the work. We yeah. know Coach Joe and Shawana. Yeah. You know, they put in the work. I don't ever have to worry, you know, and I believe in leadership by example. So I'm not going to tell them to put in the work, mm-hmm. and I'm not putting in the work. I'm dropping 200 plus miles a month. Now, I don't expect everybody to drop 200. I mean, I know. Yeah, I got, yeah. But I, I, I put a lot of miles in, <laughs> in my car. But, bro, you know, 20 miles a month? That's 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 um that's a start. I, I mean, if you're starting, <laughs> if you've been running for a number of years, that's not a start. Anymore. Those are the people I have an issue with. I don't have an issue with how fast you are, how slow you are. Everyone in lace up in art, no, you know, we're not blazing. Everyone's not blazing fast, you know. Um, but they put in the work. They're constant. They're consistent, you know. And the thing I love about all of them is they're controversy free. If there's anyone who's controversial, it's probably me. Mm-hmm. All the rest of them are they're they're just clean cut, just great people. Okay. And, so uh, what what is the what what's the um the, the business model? Yes. Okay. So I'll be honest with you, when we first started it, there was no business model. Mm-hmm. We were promoting a logo. And I had everyone <laughs> I had everyone understand it. Look, if someone asks you what's lace up fitness, we're just gonna tell them, you know, just tell them it's coming. It's coming. I had an idea. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I did have an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conceptually, I did have an idea, but I knew it was going to have to manifest itself. It was going to have to, you know, uh, mm-hmm. grow with me. So basically, Lace Up Fitness, because I would get so many people asking me to build them a training plan. Build me a training plan, Pat, and put together a training plan for me. And um, so I put them together 10, 12, 15, 18 week programs, you know, whatever. And I just kept noticing them, you know, several things. One, they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't train the first two, three, mm-hmm. they wouldn't train the first two, three, four weeks. And then they'd call me and be like, oh man, I made a mistake. You know, uh, I'm gonna pick up in week five. Well, you can't pick up in week five in a training plan because you didn't do week one through four. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's not like, yeah. right, right, you know. I'm a cram. Right, you know. <laughs> it's, in, it's in an exam that you can see those. Yeah, I'm a cram. Cram a right, 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 right. You should be good. Right. You're going to go out there, you're going to try week five, you're going to kill yourself. So, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing was um, I would, had a lot of people who were just beginners. I put them together, a little small training plan for a little 5K or something. They go, they make copies of it, give it to everybody in their, you know, shop. And so now you got 10 people on the same training plan. You got you know? your mixtape. Right, 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 right. <laughs> bootleg so. training plans, getting copied and distributed throughout the community. We bootleg anything. <laughs> right, right, right. So I started, I started thinking to myself, I said, you know, how can we do this effectively? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then I thought, I said, you know, it's, it's not just about running. So I decided to create a platform where people can go online. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's say you wanted to train for Mount Charleston Marathon in April. Okay. okay. You go online, I can set up a platform for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I can issue, through that platform, I can issue you out your training plan every week. Now, I know there are some people doing, there are some platforms for that, but not only do I want to do it for running, but we're going to do it for cycling. We're going to do it for nutrition. We're going to mm -hmm. do it for swimming. We're going to do it for um, um, running, cycling, nutrition, um, swimming. all personal training mm -hmm. and swimming. Yeah. Okay. So those are the ones that we're going to um, release initially i have certified trainers i have really great certified trainers who are all prepared you know and like i said they will issue you out your trainings your training plan you know each week and it's your job after you completed you know to go in put in your notes how you felt you okay. know the whole night that oh, you way can enter notes in it. absolutely okay. that way you're held accountable so gotcha. you can't come back four or five weeks into the training plan and say this isn't working for me well, it's not working for you because you're not updating mm -hmm. also let's just say something happens to you you get sick you miss a week, you miss two weeks, mm -hmm. your coach, your certified coach can see where you are. He knows what's going on with you. He can adjust your training plan. He or she can adjust your training plan accordingly. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's all customized according to the individual, according to that way you're just not getting some cookie cutter training plan, you know, one size fits all. Yeah. Everything is customized, customized. to the okay. individual. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And I got the, um, interface we've been working diligently and so for everyone who's wondering when it's going to come mm -hmm. out that's what's been the hold up releasing it is the fact that we've just been trying to get this website exactly you know um to perfection and we're this close gotcha. it's coming out february february yeah. all right so um that's where we've been and that's where they'll be able to get the gear and the um we'll be able to get the gear you know and if to all of you all i apologize i've got a lot of people who have been asking me for gear asking me for hats asking me for t-shirts asking me for everything mm -hmm. um and I, I you know i i wanted my ambassadors i wanted to limit it mm -hmm. you know um let's just get the buzz out there uh, it will be there will be an e-commerce section on there where people can purchase gear mm -hmm. you know the whole time um we're going to, um, I mean, Lace Up has some really big things. We're not just going to be on that platform. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a bunch of other things going on. Matter of fact, with Angie, Angie wasn't one of my originals. Mm -hmm. It was about a month after we were doing it. I'm running on SCT. It's in September. I'm running on SCT. All these cold, but you know, if you ain't from Atlanta, you don't know what the SCT Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, Sil I, Sil Silver Comet Trail. I'm yeah, sorry. I took a dump on the Silver Comet Trail. <laughs> During the race, I had to get off the um, the course, man. Thank God for that little little house. I'm like, that just came out random, but yeah, that's that's no, that's. No, no, no. It's I was like, wow. And we're here, and it got the Ferris wheel right right in front of us, man. Uh, you know what? I like to. I wanted to bring you down downtown because mm -hmm. this is where it all started for me. You okay. know, um, I I was originally brought here because the '96 Olympics were going to be here. You mm -hmm. know, I moved here in again um, the fall of '93. It's so funny because Olympic um, Atlanta had received all this money for the Olympics, and all I watched them literally put down there every brick in the Centennial Park. Okay. Little things as much as like these sidewalks and these little bricks you see on the sidewalks. Mm -hmm. I watched them put all of that there. I watched them. With the new lamp post, I watched. I mean, there's so much of the infrastructure of Atlanta I was able to see um, mm. because of the Olympics and when I moved here. Um, so I came in the middle of the excitement, 
you mm. know, um, of the you know the Olympics. Let, let me like, show y'all this because that's where we at now. So we are we're down with Centennial Park. Mm-hmm. CNN over there. This is this is where it all started for you, huh? This is where it all started for me. You know, I remember when I first. Um, came down here you know they brought me and so much of this wasn't even built yet you mm-hmm. know but they were just in the process of you know um bringing it to light i remember hell the the um hawks hawks were still playing in the omni you know <laughs> um it was um you know it was yeah so much of this was just so different like i said i watched them as they redesigned the sidewalks put up the new light post um we're gonna go down here to um, Woodruff Park. I watched them as they redesigned Woodruff Park, put up the fountains um, down Georgia Pacific building. My first accounting job as an accountant was mm-hmm. at Georgia Pacific. You know, okay. um, worked for them for two years. Um, so yeah, I, I, my first college was Georgia State. You know, I started off at Georgia State before I eventually um, got transferred to University. You know, transferred to Columbia, South Carolina, and finished up at University of South Carolina. So. These are the things that um, <clears throat> that my my true introduction into you know into Atlanta, um, where it all really started, and we'll go down here. I told you my brother and my sister were already, ironically, mm-hmm. were already in Atlanta. My brother worked for the Marriott Marquis, which is you know a couple of blocks over. Um, so I remember the first time getting here. I drove here straight from California. And my little Nissan Sentra was loaded up to the... And I remember driving through Atlanta and trying to look up under all the tall buildings. I was so excited. I got here at like 1 o'clock in the morning. And, man, I was just so fascinated by, you know, everything. And you would think, you know, coming from L.A., coming from, you know, Southern California, that it wouldn't be so fascinating. But I'm going to tell you, I've seen just about every major city in the country. And outside of, you know, New York or Chicago, Atlanta is absolutely, especially at night, Mm -hmm. it's one of the most beautiful cities you can you know you can drive through um and so yeah i just remember coming through here and i was just so i'm 23 year old kid you know just actually i was 22 fascinated you know just trying to look around and i remember we didn't have gps so i was trying to find the marriott because my brother was at work you had you to know mcmillan's the big yellow book that everybody had, and you didn't stop for directions. Right, 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 right. I couldn't pick up my cell phone and call him. I'm stopping at the phone booths, man. Okay, where do I turn? You know, so yeah, you, know, you know, I just, I just remember the excitement of all of that, and mm-hmm. my sister being all excited about me being here, my brother being all excited about me being here. You know, so yeah, man, this is where it, down downtown in the heart. This is where it all started for me, and um, yeah, so it was pretty cool. So you guys are going to be doing a, a race too, right? Um, you're talking about Lakes of Fitness? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the other things, and I, right now we're going to have three elements of Lakes of Fitness. We're going to have um, um, Lakes of Fitness. I was starting to tell you about how Angie got involved. Okay. I'm <clears throat> sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. So I'm running on SET and I see Angie and it occurred to me, you know, here's a person who has overcome you know um breast cancer mm-hmm. and it's just fascinating I mean, i'm fascinated by her by the fact that she's overcome that she still stays super active yeah you know i mean she was in the middle of a 20 miler i'm coming back from a 20 miler she's going out on her 20 miler mm-hmm. and it just hit me and i was like man 
you know, it, like I said, this was September. I knew breast cancer awareness was coming up in October. And I said, man, how cool would it be if we set up a platform for the people who have suffered through debilitating diseases, mm -hmm. but they still want to maintain, you know, they still want to stay active. Why should these people have to pay for, you know, their activities? You know, we should have a platform that helps them pay for their race fees, <clears throat> helps them pay for whether it's a, a race or it's a, um, whatever type of physical fitness or, you know, fitness activity they want to do, let's help contribute. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the idea of Lace Up Fights came from. You okay. know, if you've seen Lace Up Fitness, you've probably seen the pink version of it called Lace Up Fights. And so that's where Angie came about. Now, it was too late for us to really start a major campaign in October of, you know, of last year because, like I said, hell, we were still trying to get Lace Up Fitness on board. Yeah. But eventually, and we we have all the set up, um, as a nonprofit, we're going to start taking donations, you know, for um, under the Lace Up Fights mm -hmm. um, label so that, um, yeah, people, whether it's cancer or epilepsy or MS or whatever the case may be, if you're suffering from some type of physical ailment, yet you still want to stay active, we're going to, you know, try to cover the marathon fees or the you know, triathlon fees or whatever it is, type of fitness, you want to be a CrossFit or whatever it is mm -hmm. that you're trying to do and you're trying to stay active, Lace Up Bites wants to cover that. <clears throat> so now, where, where, did the, where does the, 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 the drive to, uh, to do all of these activities that you come from? You know, I have always, you know, had an entrepreneurial spirit. And, you know, I mean, ever since I grew up, the, I was the youngest. And then when my parents divorced, I bounced around from a lot of family members, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've always just kind of like had the spirit of myself that, you know what, I can't rely on or I should never depend on someone else to, to um, determine my destiny one way or another. So I'm always thinking of ways of, you know, how can I do whatever it is that I'm doing? How can I do it myself? Gotcha. Um, I had another business, and this is really funny. When I was in Charleston, South Carolina, <clears throat> there's this company out here called Carvana. And Carvana, basically, you can buy your entire car online. You can do everything online. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to, okay. you know. I had that idea 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I started a company 10 years ago in Charleston, South Carolina, which is set up the same way. And we, you know, we, we call it, it was called Wheel Estate, not real estate, but Wheel Estate, because it was a car company. Wheel. Wheel, yeah. And um, our tagline was, we handle everything for your signature. You would call, you know, but your signature. You would call in, we would handle everything. I'd do the nego I'd find the car for you. I'd mm -hmm. handle all the negotiations. I'd drive it to your house. You'd sign all the paperwork mm -hmm. at your house. You never had to go to the dealership. We handled everything. <clears throat> and sadly, I did it right as the recession hit, and it just crushed the whole car business. So I ended up okay. having to go back and start working in the car business again. But I learned so much from that experience. Yeah. I always knew that I would start another company. You know, I hate working for people because I, I think people lack vision. Mm -hmm. Again, it's like we were talking about before when I talked to you the first time. Everybody wants to be a boss. No one wants to be a leader. Yeah. You know. And, yeah, there's <clears> definitely <throat> a difference. Bro, <laughs> it's so easy to be a boss and say, go do this, go do this, go do this. How often do you find the leaders that say, let's do this? Yeah. And that's what I've told everyone that I brought aboard with Lace Up Fitness. Look, guys, this isn't no dictatorship. This mm -hmm. is, you know, this is a democracy. 
everybody has a say. Yeah. You know. Now we may not agree. That's just that's human nature. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. But everybody's word will be heard. You know. Everybody with lace up fitness, and they will tell you. You know. When we sit down and we have meetings as a group, Demonstrate that I have a great team. Great team. Anyway, every time, every meeting that we have, everybody has input. Everybody is listened to, you know. I'm not sitting at the head of the table dictating what's going on. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting at the head of the table, and I'm listening to your idea as much as you're listening to my idea. Come on, let's collaborate. Let's do this together. Let's build an empire mm -hmm. together, you know. Um, so, yeah, I have ideas going through my head all the time. This brain never turns off, man. It's ridiculous. I'll sit up in bed in the middle of the night and, mm -hmm. and, and stress about things like the names of the packages, you know, that we're going to be offering. Like, oh, my God, this is, this is not working, you know. And, that, and, and it's, I'm like that 24-7 Marriott Marquis. That's what started. This is what I was looking for in September of 1993, trying gotcha. to find my way. This is where my brother was working. Mm -hmm. um, so. Um, oh, they got they got the military out there. They all, yeah. This yeah. is uh, Full, full flat gear. And I'll tell you, man, it takes me back. We, um, I had to, um, when I was in Marine Corps, I had to police the L.A. riots. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other story, man, but that was fun. Mm. <laughs> oh, um, man. So what's next for you, man? So um, we're talking about the other arm of Lace of Fights, I mean, mm -hmm. of Lace of Fitness. One of the other things that we're going to do is we're going to put together, I, there are two major fast races in the Atlanta area, and that's... Um, Divinings 5K and Heart and Souls 5K. Okay. And get tired of waiting for those two races, you know, every year. So one of the ideas that Lace Up Fitness is putting together is what we call Category 5, like a Category cat 5 hurricane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. it's going to be Cat 5 race. Is it going to come? Like like the snow that we had just Because I, I, was, I was prepared for the storm yesterday, man. Man. I bunkered down. I had... <laughs> We can stop by. Look, we can stop by McDonald's, get you a, a, a cup of ice. You can pour it in the street here, and Atlanta will shut down. Okay, after snowmageddon, man, I don't want to take the, the chair down, down, man. I'll do that Super Bowl Sunday. Oh man, they won't they have a fit up. Yeah, Cat man. five. Yo, I like yeah, that. So Cat five race series, and the idea behind that is we're gonna put on five major races. Okay. We're gonna put together. Um, five super fast races in the Atlanta area, mm -hmm. you know, um, and we're going to put each one of them in separate parts of the town. Okay. You know, so each one, each race will be in a different city. We're going to sell it as a series. So basically, um, if you run all five of the races, okay, your medals will come together and they will shape the, the form of the city of Atlanta. Oh, okay. So, but they're going to be super fast. That way, everyone is not waiting for, again, for, you know, um, Vining's 5K boasted it's the fastest 5K in, in Atlanta. And mm -hmm. it possibly is. We hope to change that. We hope to change that not just once, but five times. Okay. Okay. So, so you're, gonna, uh, you're out already yes. mapping out the Yeah, I've been mapping, man. I'm going to tell you, it's hard to find a fast course in Atlanta because everything is rolling hills, man. Yeah. But, yeah, I think we've gotten three of them so far. Um, and I've run them. Okay. You know, just in training. When I can do a training run, you know, not really trying, and I'm still sub-20 Okay. in a training run, it's a pretty fast course. What are you so, running in these days? What shoe am I shoe, running in? Yeah. Oh, man, I, I'm, 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 I have the Vapor Flies. I have, like, three pair of them. Three, three pair three, of them. The oh. new one or the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the net? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so see what happened was. See what had happened was. They in the trunk. They in the trunk. They in the garage. Did you have a storage center? I gotta hide it. You gotta. I only got the one pair. Dude, man, I'm like, I got, I got issues, man. You know. Okay, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I don't hang out. I don't party. I don't do anything. My vice, man, is 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 um. Running clothes, mm. man, it's crazy. It's gear. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah, see what happened. So I had the original Vapor Flies, and then the new ones came out, right? Mm-hmm. So then I had to, of course, had the new ones, the red ones. And then right after I had the red ones, ran a few races, then they came out with the blue ones. Okay. So I had to have the blue ones. Gotcha. So it's Nike. Nike. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Oh. Well, here's the thing. Okay, here's the other thing with Nike, because people always you know, pick at me about I only wear Nike. I have, in the third grade, I wore my first pair of Nikes. And, I mean, you're third grade. You're impressionable. Mm-hmm. No one else had them at the time. Remember, we bought them at the PX in Cherry Point, North Carolina. The, the post exchange that's okay. on the military base in okay. Cherry Point, North Carolina. Cherry Point is a Marine Corps air station. I remember wearing them to school that day. You're in the third grade. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, man, those are so cool. And I loved the hype I was getting from them back then. And so, you know, that led to the next pair, which led to the next pair, which led to, if anyone knows me, I am brand loyal with everything I do. Nike, Apple, Mm -hmm. Polo. You know, my kids always picking me, Daddy, you're Polo from head to Tolo. That's what they are. Tolo. (laughs) So... So I'm just, I'm just, I'm brand loyal. If I find mm-hmm. a brand that works well for me, stick I'll with stick it. with it. Right. Okay. So the Nike thing just took on a leg of its own. I just kept, you know, all through elementary, middle school, high school. It's all I wore. It's all I wore. It's all I wore. And then even so, when Nike wasn't the first one to offer me a contract, Mizuno was. Mm. So Mizuno offered me a contract. Reebok offered me a contract. And their contracts were actually, Mizuno's contract was 10000 more than Nike's. Mm-hmm. But my coach kept telling me, just wait, I got Nike. Just wait, just wait, just wait. I'll get them. I'll okay. get them. I'll get them. And it took them like three months for them to finally come back and give me an offer. When they did, it was 10000 less than Mizuno's. But it was Nike. It was Nike. Okay. So, you know, yeah, I, I went with it. But the reason why now at this point in my life I still use Nike is just because I know the product. Mm-hmm. You know, I know everything. You know, I've, I've been running in them so long. I know what every shoe is for. Okay. You know, so every type of run, I you know. And so I, do you train in, in, in the Vaporfly? What do you train in? No, I train in, it just depends on the run. Like my treadmill runs are in the Nike Elite 10s. Okay. My speed runs are in the um, the Streak 6s. So if I'm on the track, mm-hmm. in the Streak 6s. My um, long distance comfortable runs are in the Pegasus Turbos. Okay. Okay. If I'm doing a long run, but I want it to be a little faster, I'm in the Zoom Flies. So I rotate probably about 16 pair of shoes right now. So, <laughs> so of every of every type of shoe, he I have three. Yeah, he, he seriously put on the official tone, you know, the, you know, to justify his 16 so, pairs of sneakers. So I'm I'm a sneakerholic. You don't have to to sell me on the, you know, because there's a, there's a reason for this. But I, I, the I wear tone. I the, the, it. <laughs> He tried to sell me on the sneaker thing. Like, I, I get it, dude. You ain't got to, you know, this, this is not going to be used against you in the court of law. Yeah, we know you got to have an addiction. But remember here, okay, but here's the thing. But I, I wear them all. 
So like anytime yeah. I buy anytime I buy one pair, you know. But the turbos just came out. So were you wearing what were you wearing be, wearing before? I was wearing the Zoom Flies. Okay. And then the turbos came out. So were, were you wearing the Pegasus before the the, the the Pegasus turbos came out? No, no. Okay, okay. I had Pegasus. <laughs> I had okay. I had I had three other pair of Pegasus, but they were the thirty four. Oh, okay. And I so would wear the them. Came yeah, out. I would wear them for like just my my real slow. You know, uh, recovery runs. Mm-hmm. So when the when the turbos first came out, I was like, "Oh man, those are kind. Of, you know, they're light. You know, they have the um, they have the mixture of the vapor and the zoom. Mm-hmm. You know, bottom. I'm like, cool. I see. You know, I'll try a pair of those out. So when they first came out, I got one pair and loved them. Mm-hmm. And so then I bought two more pair when they released two more colorways. And so then I was like, man. So 90, well, I won't say 90%, a big part of my training, my, my, mm-hmm. my long runs are in the turbos. Got you. Um, the Zoom Flies, I have the Zoom Fly SPs. Mm-hmm. I have three pair of those. And they were my go-to training shoe for the longest time. But then the turbos have kind of, you know, really replaced. Place. Yeah, it's kind of oh, taken okay. its place. So, oh. um, but you got on like the like the like the uh, the Nike dad shoes on today. No, oh, um, yeah, these just my, a casual walk around. Just my casual walk around. They're not as bad as the Steph Curry dad <laughs> shoes, but they're, they're not bad at all. I was like, you hear all these? I'm like, why? What the? But it's cool, you know. I was like, he ain't running today. He, he's just walking around, taking it easy. It's cold. I'm going to probably drop an hour and a half on the treadmill later on today. Oh, oh uh, so you said an hour and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. With music or without music? No, I got a, I got a, I got a uh, curved TV. Like a, Is that music like a or 70-inch curved a, TV in, in front, front of, of you? So you just watching a movie or, or, or is this? Is this I, I tell you what I've been doing a lot lately, man. What's like, like really has been, been, been like motivating me. So the Breaking Two documentary is 55 minutes long on okay. um, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I've been pulling that up. Okay, okay. And you, just, I can never get enough of watching, you know, Elliot Kipchoge run, mm-hmm. man. So you know, watching that Breaking Two documentary. So what I'll do is, yeah, I'll watch something for about 30 minutes and then I'll turn that on. Okay. You know, and yeah, it, me, and, me and me and Kip, we finish at the same time. So okay. It, uh, all right. You're not giving out instructions, telling the guys to get over. No, no, no. Come on, come on, come on. Line up, y'all. We went through this in the training. Give me my my positioning like the, like the seagulls, man. No, one of the things we did last year or uh, this summer because I, I I hate cold weather, bro. I was born in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I hate cold weather, and I told Kim last year. I was like, look, either we gonna move to a warmer climate, or we're going to build a gym onto the to the back of the house. So we put a gym on the back of the house and the treadmill, put a big TV in front of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she has all her CrossFit equipment in the back. Okay. So we roll with that, man. And actually, that has really helped me with my consistency. I hate running in the cold. Last year, I found myself running 20 miles in 20-degree weather. Bro, I ain't about that life. I'm sorry. Call me, me either. Call me whatever. <laughs> I, I, it is what it is. So, um... So yeah, I do, and a lot. I think a lot of people miss out on the the um, the efficiency or the the um, the benefits of running on a treadmill because you can run on a treadmill. One of the things that I found out more than anything else is it helps me with my rhythm. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I've been working on really hard is my arm swing because I have a tendency to 
to tighten my tighten shoulders. Up. Yeah, uh -huh. tighten my shoulders and run like this. Mm -hmm. Watching my man Kipchoge. Kipchoge has a really strong arm swing. He brings his arms up like this when he's running. Mm -hmm. So I've been working on that a lot. Doing it on a treadmill helps you. Yeah. Because you're stagnant, you're in one spot. So it allows you to work on your form, work on your rhythm, work on you know, mm -hmm. everything. And so, yeah, it's, um, it's helped me tremendously. So I, I'll, I'll put quite a few miles on there, you okay. know, on the trip. So where can folks find, this, uh, when, when the site is up, where they're going to be able to search for you at and, and, and follow your journey and the journey of the ambassadors, et cetera? www.laceupfitness.com. Again, okay. it will be released. Um, our original release date was supposed to be February 1. I mean, we've got a couple of kinks to work out of the... I'm going to be realistic. It's probably going to be the 15th. And okay. the only reason is because I have Phoenix. I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm tapering now for mm -hmm. Phoenix on February 9th. So um, I had a big meeting with the web design team yesterday. Um, we sat for a couple of hours trying to, trying to work out some kinks. Um, the likelihood of it being released on February 1, we're going to push it back a little bit, like I said. So right now, I just need to focus on getting to Phoenix running this sub three. Okay. And that will get you uh, on I hope. to Boston. <laughs> I went to your page, man. I'm like, you're really serious about this Boston thing, man. Here's the thing, man. You know. Like you, that letter really, that well, letter it really. It pissed me off, man. I had, okay, right. I've run two marathons. I've qualified both times for Boston and both times missed the cutoff. So it pissed me off. So I said, and you, you know not, what? You're not, you're, Max, you're not, you're not, you're missing it by, 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 by like fractions. Yeah. Man. So it, it just it pissed me off, man. You keep so sending said, him you this letter, man. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> every this. day I'm gonna post this letter until they send me, until they send me and accept this letter. So every day on social media, on Instagram, that's what I post. Just oh, make me man. mad, man. <laughs> I told you I'm a competitor, D. I hate I said, to lose, did man. I, did I miss a post? Like the same, it's the same letter. Oh, man. Every he's, day. He's every upset day. about that's this. Right. Thing. I, I tagged him in it. I am, I am, I am. I mean, you talked. I mean, we, 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 you, you mentioned you, you go through like a like a slight depression or whatever. And after you know, you, you set a goal. You set a target. I talked about it on my page or whatever. Mm -hmm. But there is that. I think there's such a thing as this postpartum depression, man. And um, yeah, so I think that might that might be a thing. Well, you know, it's. Um, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. And I had a. I was on um, the Real Road Runners. Um, uh, podcast and we talked about depression mm -hmm. and you got to understand for me all the way up through the Olympic trials all the way up through everything I'd ever tried in my life um, being an accountant being in the car business I had never failed at anything mm -hmm. and the first time I'd ever dealt with any type of failure was when I started that first business I was telling you about and the recession hit Mm -hmm. And I lost just about everything. Okay. I mean, I was in Charleston, big house, big, you know, money, the whole nine. And it wasn't just the loss of money, but, you know, I started losing relationships. I started losing, you know. Is it, is it because of the, the loss of relationships, because of the, the, the loss of money? With the two yeah, yeah, well, I mean, just... I, I think it was just a failure. I started my own business mm -hmm. and failed. And at that time, you know, regardless of the reason, gotcha. you know, it was just a failure. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't used to, I would, I, let me say this, we've all had failures, but I felt I had never failed at anything I really tried. Okay. You know, there's a difference between you, you just fail at something because you didn't really put the effort in. But I had never, ever in my life fully put an effort in something mm -hmm. and it failed. 
And I didn't realize for a year, for a couple of years after that, I was dealing with some type of depression. I went to a point where I was just like, okay, you know what? I don't even want to, I don't want any responsibility. I remember going and working at a dealership and all I wanted to do was be a salesperson. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a manager. I didn't mm-hmm. want to do anything. I just wanted to just kind of float through life for a minute, you know, because after the failure of the business, it just kind of hit me. And so I was like in this fog for a long time. Mm-hmm. And running actually saved my life, you mm-hmm. know. Um, when I started running and really getting into it, you know, it started um, bringing me back to myself. The trash talking, the pH, okay. you know, I mean, it just really started bringing me back to myself. And strange as it may seem, but the more I talked trash, the more confidence I started feeling, I started really realizing that, mm-hmm. okay, I'm me again. But um, depression is real. We as black people, man, you know, we, we don't want to accept the fact that, you know, that, that we have this, this possible debilitation. It's yeah. like, I'm not depressed. You know, I don't have a problem. You had a problem, yeah. you know. And so the acceptance of it is what really helped me to come out of it, you know, like, okay, Pat, something ain't right. Let's figure this, you know, let's figure, it, figure, figure this out. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, man, I, you know, I, I, I could go on and talk about that forever, you know. Um, but people, you, you find yourself in this day. I, I think what people don't realize is they think that when you're depressed, you can just snap out of it. And it's yeah. not. It's no, literally, it's a chemical or manifestation in your brain, man, you know, and you just, you cannot step out. I mean, I literally could not put one foot in front of the other. I'd sit around and I'd think about ideas all day long, but I couldn't, um, I couldn't find the energy, you know, mm-hmm. to put them forward. I'd have the ideas, because okay. I told you, my brain never stops working, but I just could not find the energy or the intestinal fortitude or the push through in order, to, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, um, to um, exercise them. Yeah, to execute. Yeah, execute them. Yeah, and so now, you know, yeah, that drive is just, I mean, it's deep. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, it's deep. Lace-up fitness, again, is something, you know, and, and I think that the bigger, even when I had real estate, I hate the car business. Okay. Hate it. Hate it every day I ever spent in it. <laughs> I was fortunate. I was natural. I was good at it. Mm-hmm. So when I started real estate, it was like, okay, I'm just doing an extension of what I know I can do, what I know I'm successful at, yeah. what I know I'm good at. But I didn't love it. I love this. Yeah, that makes a difference, man. So, yeah. So every aspect, every bit of what I'm doing with Lace Up Fitness, I love it. I mean, even the problems I love, mm-hmm. you know, even the hiccups, even the haters that have come out, you know, and took little snippets here and there, you know, I'm starting to notice it. It's kind of funny to me, mm-hmm. you know. Bring it. Okay. Because so have you and um, have you and Pat re- re- rescheduled your your, um, your 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 contest? I mean, that you guys had a battle at the race. Uh, oh, you talking about Philip? Philip? Philip King? <laughs> I'm sorry, Pat. <laughs> you and Philip? Have you guys rescheduled? A, um, because this is like I, I, you right. could promote this as like a. Uh, Believe it or not, Philip and I are both signed up for Vegas. And okay. we didn't do it on purpose. Mm. So we're both signed up for Mount Charleston. The thriller in my blessed that Vegas. We got we got we got we got to get it. Um yeah, are y'all are y'all in the same um age group? Yeah, well, I th- I'm older than I think I'm 6 years older than Philip. I think Philip's like 42, 43. I, okay. I just turned 48 in October. 
Oh, so you so, got, I mean, so it's not like you got beat by, you know, a guy in your age. I don't you? care, man. I don't care. So he really can't take that as like a, a like uh, bro. I don't care, man. As, as I, as look, like, look deep. Philip, I'm gonna have to call you later, man, to see. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and, and look at the record. And say, yeah, I beat this old guy. Cause you really can't. You can't. That's not like. That's like deep, bro. No, I don't care, man. If we if if we racing. Okay, we racing. We racing. We you racing. You can't now all of a sudden say you you only won because you was younger than me. Right. I can't. I can't okay. use that. You know, Darrell is. 12 years, 14 years. That makes a difference, man. 12 years on your legs make make a difference. Bro, I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear that. I don't care who it is, bro. Yeah, I might might use that one. Coach O is younger than I am, you know. You Uh, mean Coach O? No. I'm just saying, you know. I mean. Y'all go ahead. (laughs) I got the talent, man. I got to put in the work. I got to put in the work. So, you know what? No, you line up. You line up. You line up. Hey, that's, that's it. it. No excuses. No excuses, man. All right, no excuses. You heard it first, no excuses. Man. <laughs> and Patrick, thank you so much, man, for spending time with us, man. I appreciate right, you man, sharing your blast, story. Man. And um, yeah, man. I look forward to seeing what's coming next from from Lace Up Absolutely. Fitness and Lace Up Fight. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Definitely. I appreciate it, big dog. I, I gotta get something to eat now, man. Hey, what you want? <laughs> Let's feed you, man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs>